The Reds dropped the finale of their four-game series in Arizona on Sunday afternoon. Final score 5-2. to two. The Reds' bullpen couldn't find the plate in the bottom of the eighth, and it cost them. Ian Jabot and Lucas Sims combined to walk four batters in that inning. Three of those came around to score. That was the difference in the game. It was a pretty good pitching matchup to start things between Slade Sacconi and Graham Ashcraft. Sacconi held the Reds to just one hit until they scored in the top of the sixth. Ashcraft threw six and two-thirds strong innings. He gave up a run in the second and then a leadoff home run in the seventh. Time to get some final thoughts on the game from Tommy Thrall and Jeff Brantley. Thanks, Jed. Tough one, Cowboy. The Reds really played a very good, clean baseball game through the first seven innings. And then all of a sudden, the wheels kind of fell off, and Ian Jabot and Lucas Sims had a really difficult time throwing strikes in the eighth. Yeah, I, I thought that you look down in the, at the bullpen, and it seems like they were just having a difficult time executing critical pitches. And when you're trying to pitch that close to the edge, one little movement off of your normal mechanics can make all the difference in the world, but you still have to be able to trust your stuff. Uh, even though you're tired and you may not feel like you have your best stuff on that given day, you still have to get the ball over the plate in a spot where a walk was killing you. I mean, they did. the Diamondbacks did not get a hit up until the point that they had already scored two runs. When you look at the way this – ball game played out today and the way that Graham Ashcraft has been pitching and he pitched well again today better than he deserved a better fate than what he ended up with a no decision today Uh, is it a matter of the Reds offense just being maybe a little uptight when he pitches I don't I don't know I think it's competitive ball games I mean you have to tip your hat to the other kid I thought Ciccone pitched an awfully good game Um, but when you're when you're playing teams that are in the hunt uh, all of these teams are good you have to be able to execute, and you have to be able to to adjust as the game moves along. If you're doing the same things that you always do, then you're then you're actually swinging right into your scouting report, and that's what they already know about you. So if you're not adjusting from pitch to pitch and from at bat to at bat, then you're just doing the same things over and over. Tough loss for the Reds today, five to two. The Diamondbacks claim the series, three games to one over the Reds. Now off to San Francisco. Yid, back to you. Thanks, Tommy. Back with highlights right after this. The Reds lost to the D-backs on Sunday afternoon, 5-2 to two the final score, and now to the highlights. Arizona put runners on base in the first and second innings off Graham Ashcraft without plating a run, but they did cross the plate in the bottom of the third. With one out, Corbin Carroll singled to center field. That brought Cattell Marte to the dish. And he slides his feet back and forth. Ground ball down the right field line. This could be trouble. It's into the corner. They are waving home Carroll. He will score easily. One-nothing Diamondbacks on a double by Cattell Marte. Ashcraft set the D-backs down in order in the fourth inning. He retired the first two batters in the fifth, but then had to face Corbin Carroll, and he got some great defense behind him. Here's the 0-2 pitch to Corbin Carroll. He reaches for it, lifts a fly ball to deep center field. Friedel's on the run, going back. He's at the wall, leaps, and he can't get it. It bangs off the pads. Carroll's on his horse. Heading to third and rounding third. De La Cruz home with the relay. They got him. What a throw by Ellie De La Cruz on the relay from T.J. Friedel as they cut down Corbin Carroll trying for an inside the park home run. Meanwhile, Slade Ciccone started for Arizona. He gave up a game-opening single to T.J. Friedel and then proceeded to set down the next 15 Reds he faced. That finally changed in the top of the six. Will Benson started things by singling the right. 
Tyler Stevenson then singled to right as well, moving Benson to third base. T.J. Friedel then tied the game. Ciccone gets the sign, readies, and delivers the 1-1. And this ball is hit in the air, center field, fairly shallow. Thomas is coming on. Benson will tag. The catch is made. Benson's coming home. The throw ramps off the mound, and Benson will score. That throw lost all momentum when it hit the back slope of the mound and popped up into the air. Joe Manaply got the final out of the sixth inning for Arizona. He came back out to pitch the top of the seventh. He walked Spencer Steer to begin things. Steer moved to second on a Nick Senzel fly ball to right field. Scott McGuff then replaced Manaply. He struck out Christian Encarnacion Strand for out number two, but then Noel V. Marte put the Reds in front. The pitch to the plate is hit to third, and it's into left field. They're going to wave Steer to the house. Pham will not throw it. He will bring it into second. The Reds have taken a two-to-one lead. That lead didn't last long because Lourdes Goriel led off the bottom of the seventh against Graham Ashcraft. Reds straight up on the defensive side here with Goriel at the plate, and he lifts this one high and deep to left field. He got a whole lot of it. He got enough of it. We're tied at two. Home run for Guriel, his 20th of the year. Ashcraft retired the next two batters, but then he walked Gabriel Moreno. That was all for Ashcraft. Ian Jabot came on the pitch. He struck out Perdomo to end the inning. Here's the pitching line on Graham Ashcraft. Six and two-thirds innings, seven hits, two runs, both of them earned, a walk, five strikeouts, a home run, 91 pitches, 65 for strikes. Ian Jabot came back out to pitch the bottom of the eighth. He walked Corbin Carroll leading off the inning and followed that by walking Cattell Marte. That was it for Jabot. Lucas Sims replaced him, and Sims walked Tommy Pham to load the bases with no outs. That brought up cleanup hitter Christian Walker. The 0-2. Swing and a fly ball. Center field fairly well hit. Deep enough to get the run home. Friedel is back, moving toward right. Catch is made. The throw comes into second base. Pham has to hold it first. On to third is Marte, but scoring is Corbin Carroll to give the Diamondbacks a 3-2 lead. Sims then walked Goriel to reload the bases. Evan Longoria then got another run home. The pitch, and he popped it into the air. High into left field. Steer does have to go back. Now he races back in, will make the catch, tagging at third. Here's the throw to the plate, and it's a little bit out in front of the dish. Marte will score, and it is a 4-2 Diamondbacks lead. Next up was Alec Thomas. The 1-2. And it's slapped on the ground left side by Ellie De La Cruz, and it will trickle into center field. The throw will come into second base as Pham scores. Five to two, Arizona. Ryan Thompson came on the pitch for San Francisco in the top of the ninth inning. Ellie De La Cruz grounded out. Spencer Steer was called out on strikes, and then he ended the game against Nick Senzel. The 2 2. Senzel chops it to the left side. Shortstop Perdomo gloves, throws in time. Senzel's out, and that's all. Reds fall to the Diamondbacks here at Chase Field in the desert. 5-2, the final score. Here are the totals. Four Arizona, five runs on eight hits, no air, six left on base. Four Cincinnati, two runs, four hits, no airs. They stranded three. McGuff the winner, two and seven. Jabot the loser, eight and three. Thompson save number one. One home run in the game, Guriel Jr., number 22 hours and 36 minutes, 26,574 on hand at Chase Field. Time to hear from Red starter Graham Ashcraft. Uh, personally, got to be pleased with the outing again. 
Yeah, I mean, I felt great, you know, I was filling up the zone, throwing both sides of the plate, didn't really have the two seam tonight. Had to deal with more of the cutter and the slider, but I mean, I filled the zone up. I mean, got good swing and misses, got outs when I needed to. Gave up that one home run. I mean, he just put a good swing on it. But, I mean, other than that, I mean, that was a pretty good night. And home run ball, what were you trying to do with Gurriel there? I'm trying to go cut her up and in. Trying to kind of backed up on me. If it would have stayed a little bit more up on the way the spot we were going to, I probably would have had him. But it just kind of backed up, stayed right in the zone, and just put a good swing on it. How tough is it to not get the series win, but also not get the split? Uh, that you could have had today if you got those couple winners. It's kind of tough, especially with the wild card being at stake with the other team. Yeah, I mean, it was it's a big series, but there's still a lot of games left. I mean, we just got to keep trucking. We just never know what the future holds. I mean, we just got to keep rolling. With the loss on Sunday, the Reds are now 68 and 64 on the season. They dropped six games behind the Milwaukee Brewers in the National League Central and two games behind second place Chicago. Looking at the wild card standings, if the season ended right now, the Phillies, the Cubs, and D-backs would be your three wild card teams. Cincinnati is on the outside looking in. They are a game and a half back of Arizona for that third wild card spot. San Francisco is two behind Arizona. The Reds and San Francisco, they get a series underway on Monday night. It is an important series for both teams. In that game, left-hander Andrew Abbott pitches for the Reds. He's 8-3 and three with a 3.16 ERA. Kyle Harrison will go for San Francisco. He has no record in an ERA of 5.40. We're on the air with the pregame show at 9.15. First pitch is scheduled for 9.45. And once again, the final score on Sunday afternoon, the D-backs knock off the Reds 5-2. And I'm Dave Armbruster with your Reds Game Recap.